Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. If you're a woman in her 30s, 40s, or 50s, and you feel like you have no energy, you are dragging your butt out of bed every single day, this video is for you because I am going to talk about my recovery from burnout, which is a real thing and a real thing that many of our clients deal with. And in this video, I'm going to get into exactly what I did in order to recover from burnout. Hello, I am Tina Hoppert. I am the woman behind the Carrots and Cake brand. I'm an FDN practitioner, and I love working with women when it comes to helping them feel great every single day and helping them with their weight loss goals. I'm excited to dive into this topic today because burnout is a topic that is near and dear to my heart and something that I struggled with for many years. And I think the reason why I'm so passionate about it is that I ignored the signs of burnout or maybe I just didn't know what they were. And I went on for years and years just crushing my body until I got to a point where I felt so bad I was forced to make changes. So I'm excited to get into what burnout is all about, what to do about it, and what specifically helped me get back to a healthy, balanced life where I do feel good every single day. Okay, so let's talk about burnout. What the heck is burnout? I'm sure you've heard this term here and there, and I would say burnout is really the advanced stage of stress where your body has been stressed for a really long time and eventually you just get to this place where you are literally burned out. So some of the common symptoms of burnout are fatigue, you are just tired all the time, and you're somebody who really struggles to get out of bed in the morning, I would say that's pretty good clue that maybe you're struggling with some sort of burnout, like where you're hitting your snooze button a million times before you actually get up for the day. You need some sort of caffeine or coffee to get moving in the morning. I would say the afternoon slumps are another clue that maybe something's going on. So after lunch, you're just so tired. You need a coffee, you need sugar. At night, same thing. Either you're hitting the pillow, going right to sleep, or you're having trouble going to sleep. You're almost like wired and tired, like you know you're tired, Tired, like physically you're tired, but your brain is going a million miles a minute. I would also say weight gain. So just gaining weight out of nowhere. You have no idea like why you're gaining weight. You don't, you're not doing anything different. Blood sugar issues definitely go hand in hand where you get hangry between meals. You get lightheaded between meals. Sometimes you get headaches between meals. And honestly, like your energy and your mood are almost relieved by eating. You have cravings for sugar, cravings for salt cravings for carbohydrates, mood swings, irritability. You could have period and hormone problems, low thyroid I would rope into there. Um, but there's definitely a lot of symptoms that go hand in hand with this burnout. And really your body is just exhausted. Your body's probably a little bit depleted too when it comes to energy and minerals and nutrients and things like that. So a lot of recovering from burnout is 
some of that self-care and really taking care of yourself. Okay, so let's start with my personal burnout story. And the reason I wanna share this is because I feel like it might resonate with you. And I feel like it's a little bit too common in that sense that many women go through this, or maybe too many women go through this. I just think the way we live our lives, and if you have a certain personality, <laughs> <laughs> calling myself out here, but um, I'm you know, a type A personality, a bit of a perfectionist, overachieving. I want to do all the things, I want to do them right, and I put a lot of pressure on myself. I expect a lot out of myself. So this whole burnout thing, it didn't come overnight. There were many years and decades of me getting to this point. You know, I didn't wake up one day just being totally exhausted and burned out. I mean, if I look back at my high school experience, my college experience, my 20s, my 30s, there were a lot of behaviors that were driving my body into the ground. And when you're young, you know, you're in high school, college, you know, things like that, your body's pretty resilient. It can handle a lot of stress. And I mean, yeah, I had a lot of late nights. I drank a lot of alcohol. I worked out a ton. I just abused my body, but at that age, it's not a big deal. <laughs> Like you can recover, you can move on. But when you get to your late 30s, early 40s, when you know my whole burnout situation went down, yeah, your body is not as resilient as it used to be. And then also all of that compounding stress for years and years and years, it just adds up. So my personal story in my late 30s, I was running carrot to cake, doing this thing full time, you know, had a lot of balls in the air. And then I was approached by a publishing company to write my macro cookbook, which was a ton of time time, a ton of energy. I mean, there were 300 recipes in that cookbook. There was just, it was so much work. So I was doing that. I was also doing my FDN certification. So I'm a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. So I was going through that training at the exact same time. So that was also a lot of work. There were case studies and there was like modules and there was reports. There was so much that went into that. And then I think the thing that really just like threw my body out of whack is that an Orange Theory went in in our town. So I started doing these Orange Theory workouts three, four, five times a week. Shout out for my Orange Theory video. I don't hate Orange Theory. I think Orange Theory is a lovely workout. It's a lot of fun. I mean, that's why I did it. That's why you know I got so into it. But at that time in my life, that high intensity exercise just pushed everything over the limit as far as how I was feeling, my energy levels, my blood sugar, everything. So the combination of running carrots and cake, orange theory, writing a book, going through a certification, it was too much all at once. And yeah, I got to that point where I was that person dragging their butt out of bed every single morning. And I can honestly say, I have been a morning person my whole life. Um, and for me to drag my butt out of bed every day, it felt awful. Like I almost felt nauseous in the morning. I was so exhausted. And then the other thing that I think was really like the clue that things weren't right, um, was that I gained weight overnight practically. So I was doing orange theory and within three months, I probably gained, you know, 10 to 15 pounds. And I really wasn't doing anything differently with my diet. I mean, maybe with my exercise, things were a little bit different, but I joined orange theory to stay in shape. <laughs> So it really worked against me, but what was going on there was issues with my blood sugar. So I was hungry all the time. I was craving carbohydrates. I was waking up in the middle of the night with low blood sugar, again, super duper hungry. These were all clues that like something was out of whack. I would feel 
totally exhausted after my Orange Theory workout. So I would go into Orange Theory, I would run on the treadmill, my adrenaline would increase, I would feel pretty good during the workout and I would have a lot of fun. But then after that workout, probably like 90 minutes to two hours later, I felt like I needed a nap. I was so tired and fatigued. So basically during this time, I just felt... <laughs> Kind of like a crazy person in the sense that I was always tired, I was always hungry, I was always moody and irritable, and I was just gaining weight out of nowhere. So I mean, I would say this is kind of like my burnout story. Um, and of course, I didn't get there overnight. It took a while to get there. I just think the combination of these things just made it so much worse. So when it comes to recovering from burnout, it's definitely never one thing. And that's what I realized. It wasn't just adding, you know, a cortisol supplement to my routine or, you know, going to bed early a couple nights a week. It really was a whole bunch of things that I changed in my life. And I really did kind of do like a 180 as far as taking care of myself. And it didn't, again, didn't happen overnight. It took me a while to get there as far as making these changes in my life and making some of these habits part of my routine because that's the thing about change. If you have been trucking along through life for years and decades of your life, living a certain way, doing all these stressful things, to change those things, it's going to be hard. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's different from what you had done in the past. But for me, I got to that point where I didn't have any other options. Like I felt so bad that I needed to make a change. Like every single day, I just, like I said, dragged my butt out of bed, felt like a zombie all day long, didn't have motivation to exercise. I would go because it was like, part of my routine there, but I wasn't always motivated to work out. I wasn't recovering from workouts. I was super duper sore. I was just in a bad mood all the time. My hormone symptoms were a mess. Every single time I went through ovulation or the week before my period, it was just miserable. I was, I had acne and cramps and sore breasts and water retention and just so many things were messed up during this time. I just felt like I needed to make those changes and to really get those changes to stick, it took time. So like six months, a year, two years, it took a lot of time for me to really recover from burnout. I would say all in all, it probably took two and a half years for me actually to feel better where, you know, I could get out of bed in the morning. I felt good. I felt motivated to work out. Um, I started to lift heavier and get PRs in the gym. My blood sugar wasn't such a disaster. And I don't know if it will take everybody two and a half years to recover from burnout, but I definitely think it will take some time. And I think the more serious you are about your recovery and the more you embrace you know, self-care and rest and things like that, the quicker you'll get there as far as your recovery goes. I think it took me maybe a little bit longer is because I didn't immediately implement these things and it took me a while to get there. And I'm hoping with this video, I will give you some very specific things that you can do and start to implement right now so you don't make the mistakes that I did and you don't drag out your recovery and you don't keep going to Orange Theory and doing these high intense workouts when you know they're not good for you and they're not helping you on your journey to recovery. Okay, so just to sum up, this first video, this is the first of three videos in this series because I have a lot to say about this topic and burnout really affected my life. And I see this in our one-on-one -on -one clients 
all the time, all the time. And I feel like they don't realize that they are in this advanced stage of stress. A lot of time these women think, oh, this is just part of getting older. Of course, when I hit my 40s, I'm gonna be tired and moody and not have the same motivation that I had, you know, in my 20s. And Sure, things change as you get older, but you shouldn't feel like crap every single day. And I have women who come to, you know, the carrots and cake practice and they tell us, I am tired all day long. And that is not normal. And for these women, yeah, they are probably in sort of a burnout state. And I do think being in a burnout state is your body yelling at you to get it together and make some changes because you are crushing your body. Okay, so that is my burnout story in a nutshell. If any of it resonated with you, I hope you decide to slow down, decide to take care of yourself, decide to implement some more rest. And in my next video, I'm going to dig into the things that really made a difference for me and what really propelled my recovery. Um, because like I was saying, it took me a little while to get there. There was a lot of trial and error, a lot of ignoring symptoms and not thinking the symptoms were so bad until they were so bad. So I'm gonna get into the very specific things that I did to recover. So stay tuned for that video and also, if if you enjoyed this video, I would love for you to take a second to like it and subscribe so you don't miss future content.